The title printed here for this portion of the service is Grow Into Harmony. Quote, dot, 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 grow into harmony, dot, 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 quote. You may recognize that or notice that it's part of the unison affirmation. The whole quote uh, of that piece of the unison affirmation is to the end that all souls shall grow into harmony with the sacred. It's a pretty challenging idea for a group of, that doesn't necessarily even agree on what the sacred is. You think? Still, we are here, and week after week, pledging over and over again to work toward this specifically identified end. Along the way, we may become weary. At that point, we assess the information and experiences we've collected as we've gone along and can conclude, may conclude, yep, this is what I think. This is what I believe to be true. This is what my understanding has led me to. This over here is what I believe to be worthwhile and all this other stuff is bull. I draw the line here and I say no to whatever falls outside or on the other side of my line, my line. Well, I don't have to say no to things. Things can fall outside my circle anyway, right? Last week I spoke about how polarized the world in which we live has become. And that as long as some people are piling on one side of issues and other people are piling on the other side of issues, uh, the planet, our nation, our community uh, will remain polarized. I raise the question of whether we are willing to prepare ourselves to be a neutral ground. a place that all those who might be willing to engage, willing to engage in the dialogue, would feel safe coming to have those discussions, no matter what side they're on. I pointed out that for all parties to feel equally safe and honored we would not be able to be identified strongly with one side more than another. And I warned everybody I'd be sharing some of these same ideas again this week. I talked about our triggers and our hooks and all the interior work necessary to work move beyond our biases. I see that as part of the process of really ever standing for peace. You know, otherwise, it's peace on our terms. Now, all of this is a whole lot to even try to think about for me because we you know, navigate through the world by doing comparisons. 
this location compared to that location, just for starters. I'm either here or I'm there, but wherever I am, I'm here. <laughs> uh, me and not me. Kids, when children, infants, when they're developing awareness of the world, begin to understand what is it, object permanence? That something doesn't cease to exist just because you can't see it? I think that idea is a lesson we can continue to learn. We talk about um, frequencies and vibrations, whether it's with music and musical notes and things being in harmony with one another, or whether it's with color and the vibration of light, um, whether it's energy. Um, all of these things have vibrations. All of these things can be harmonious. Now, it's hard to imagine all of them being harmonious at once for me. I mean, the uh, reflection of all color is white. The absorption of all color is black. So all color is present in both of these extremes on the spectrum, but it's hard to envision both extremes at the same time. Even though all the frequencies are a part of both. The work of disarming my triggers, you know, is, is I'm sure, a lifetime, lifelong process. I want... I long so to know that presence and carry it with me all the time. I know it exists. I've felt it. I want all of you to have that experience. I want all of us to live in that space. All I know that stands between us in that is the layers of our own personas, our own um, fears, our own habits of thought, our own habits of behavior that don't reflect truly our own light, that don't ring truly our own notes. But from those places, if we can get to those places, we can create peace for an entire planet. I know I've talked about this before. There are sounds that animals hear that we, are, we can't hear. There are colors and frequencies of light that insects and other beings can detect that we can't see. We acknowledge that and we accept that because our human machinery has become capable of seeing it and measuring it. I don't think that's adequate to imply that there aren't more layers of energy and light and sound and existence that we can't 
yet detect. Our understanding is so limited. But we draw our lines. The, the Markham quote that Susan brought to mind, um, I, I remember it's Markham because when I was in junior high school, I uh, wrote it out in a calligraphy thing for my dad. Um, about, you know, he drew a circle that shut me out, heretic, rebel, a thing to flout, but love and I had a will to win. We drew a circle that took him in. Um, we can't make we can't tune other people to our will that's not our job right but being more in tune all the time with what is ours to be and do and see stepping beyond our confident arrogance of presumption that these things that we know to be true are true. Period. The end. I'm not listening to it anymore. Every place that we say that is where we become blind. Every place that we do that is where we move out of harmony because then we're projecting response rather than moving from what's ours. In one of the chapters from uh, a book called How to Train a Wild Elephant and Other Adventures in Mindfulness, I read, uh, when monks enter training at Japanese Soto Zen monasteries, they're told that the only acceptable response to anything they are asked to do for the first year of training is height. Yes. It's powerful training. It cuts through layers of apparent maturity down to the defiant two-year-old and or teenager within. Not expressing opposition helps us to let go of self-centered view and see that our personal opinion is actually not so important after all. It's surprising how often our disagreement with another person is actually unimportant and only serves to increase our distress and the suffering of those around us. Saying yes can be energizing since habitual resistance is a persistent drain in our life energy, on our life energy. Every time I talk about something like this, I feel like I have to qualify things with, you know, there's a lot wrong in the world and we got to do what we feel compelled to do to address injustice. That's still the out here part. We have to do what we're called to do. That does not mean that we can't simultaneously be working from the inside to do the work that eradicates the necessity of that. Very simply put, we're not working at to the end that all souls shall grow into harmony with the sacred, 
until we are working to make ourselves capable of loving all souls. Anybody come to mind that you have a little trouble thinking about loving? That's what we are promising each other that we're going to work on every single week. I want that for us. Because that's what we can give away and never lose. And that's where the healing of the world will occur. When we're doing that work, we're in harmony with whatever. We can't yet see or discern. Very similar to the proverb that Sweet Honey in the Rock sang during our offertory today, Lao Tzu told us, if there's peace in the world, there must be peace If there is to be peace in the world, there must be peace in the nations. If there is to be peace in the nations, there must be peace in the cities. If there is to be peace in the cities, there must be peace between neighbors. If there is to be peace between neighbors, there must be peace in the home. If there is to be peace in the home, there must be peace in the heart. I know you've heard all these things before. You may be thinking that's all fine and good, but we can only do what we can do, and frankly, the idea of trying not to take sides on anything is absurd. There are too many things that need addressing, too many things wrong. If we as individuals are satisfied with the way we are, If we cling to the opinions and the positions we espouse, if we think we are teachers, and we're teachers, we're not students. We just have to help them understand. The dreams we share will remain just that. to change the systems that are broken, to construct new paradigms, to solve or break the millennia-old cycles of violence and mistrust and fear and anger and hatred, we must begin by breaking ourselves of habits of mind that feed the dichotomous problems. The first thing I said in the call to worship this morning was a paraphrase from Ted Loder, and I really like his work, but this is another paraphrase from Ted Loder as a bit of a prayer. Perfect oneness. Calm me into a quietness that heals and listens, that molds my longings and passions my wounds and wonderings into a more holy and human shape. 
I believe at our core, we're love. At our essence, we are love. At our source, we are love. The Quaker author, educator, activist Parker Palmer wrote, when we understand integrity for what it is, we stop obsessing over codes of conduct and embark on the more demanding journey toward being whole. Then we learn the truth of John Middleton Murray's remark, for the good person to realize that it is better to be whole than to be good is to enter on a straight and narrow path compared to which his or her previous rectitude was flowery license. Growing into integrity and out of our divided selves, we have to remove the layers of reaction and programming and habits of mind and comfortable assumptions that insulate us away from our own beautiful and perfect selves. It's the lifelong journey toward growing into harmony with the sacred. The note that is you that plays in perfect harmony with every other soul in the universe rises from love and from integrity. Once we're able to see the mystery in anyone our capacity to see, find, know, it spreads to everyone. See it in anyone, and it can spread to everyone. There's no separation. The harmony rings. The notes blend together whether we aim them at each other or not. Working together, we can discover roads out of our restricting biases and blindness, but we have to do it together. Harmony doesn't exist alone. We can ready ourselves to serve this vast and glorious vision of understanding and peace that, transcend, that transcends divisions. We can stand in integrity with what we are made to be. May we be moved by the Spirit beyond all naming to open our hearts to the possibilities and give us the courage for such a tremendous task. Amen.